Hello and welcome back to Leave a Little Sparkle. I am your host, Julie Walker, and I first want to say thank you for coming back to season two. Woo! Before we get into this episode with Miss Ashmore and my very best friend in the whole wide world, Miss Christine Parker, I wanted to let you guys know of an awesome opportunity. Ice Station, yes, the Ice Station, that works with a lot of districts in education, has reached out to me and asked if I would be a part of one of their professional developments that they are leading this month in April. It is on April 18th, and I will be on there for 10 to 15 minutes talking about how I put together my small groups and what I do to drive that small group instruction. So if you're interested, check out the link in the information about this podcast. It's also going to be posted on my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the things. Without further ado, let's get into this amazing podcast. This is Little Sparkle. Welcome everyone. We all are teachers. We know it's hard to educate our kids and make them face real problems to put together our strength and give them all our knowledge my fellow friends let's talk about it we are here to talk and make it better kids and mental health all matter little sparkle the podcast for educators Welcome back to Leave a Little Sparkle. I am Julie Walker, your host, and today I have two special guests. Two. Um, one, of course, is my absolute best friend in the whole wide world, Christine Parker. Welcome back. Thank you for having me again. I'll always have you on here. <laughs> and then I also have, now, I I don't know if you know I refer to you this way, but I refer to you as the female Ron Clark. Oh. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> hashtag. No, there you go. Hashtag. I love it. <laughs> so, yes, I have the female Ron Clark on today, and her name is Miss Catherine Ashmore from Caldwell. Welcome. Why, thank you. I feel so honored to be here with you. I'm I'm just so excited that we got to get back together. I know. Yeah. It's nice. It's um, I was talking to, I don't know if you know Miss Wilson, but Miss Wilson is our reading coach at our oh. school, and uh, she's new. And I was talking to her about like collaborating, collaborating, and like I love to bounce ideas. And she was mentioning that there's not a lot of people there that sh- mm. get to do that with her too, and and she loves it. And I was like, but it really started with Miss Catherine Ashmore. Oh, so and making magic. I just remember trying to make magic happen in the classroom. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is making magic in the classroom your journey to being a principal mm-hmm. now instead of just assistant principal yes, and um so I kind of just wanted you to start and like tell everybody a little bit about yourself nope. okay so I have been in education for a very long time <laughs> I was like oh my gosh that long um my mom and grandma were teachers and so I kind of grew up helping them in their classrooms I never really wanted to be a teacher I wanted to be like a private investigator I like visions of being like a Charlie's Angels or like on a crime show like that was just my dream but then I just kind of started teaching or working with small kids or tutoring. I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of like it. And I just realized that 
it really was. It just kind of who I became or who I was. Mm -hmm. So um, went to USF, graduated, <clears throat> started teaching fourth grade at um, Paget Elementary School. Okay. And I taught in the classroom for about four years, and then transitioned into a writing resource teacher and then a teacher trainer. And um, I, my parents were always pushing me to do things, you know, graduate now you get a master's degree you get your master's degree and now what are you gonna do so I got on the master's degree then I did my national board certification and then I didn't have anything else like going on I'm like now what do I do so I assumed my friend was taking a leadership courses and she's like well you could do it with me I'm like okay why not so I started taking the leadership courses and I I knew I loved working with teachers and I know I loved working with kids but I did not know how much I would love the ideas behind leading and mm -hmm. how we can lead within the classroom and lead be outside the classroom. So when I got my degree, I just really fell in love with empowering teachers to make things better for kids. Yeah. So I did the Inspiring Leaders Program with Polk County. And I still act to this day because I know it was Boss's Day, and I was getting ready to do a PowerPoint on summarizing and setting up for Boss's Day, and I had a punch ball in my hand when I got a call to come to Caldwell. <laughs> and I remember they started giving me the directions over the phone and where the school was, and I started crying because I had zero oh. sense of direction. Oh, that's Christine, too. You can't do it. I'm like, I'm going to get lost, and I have to go this faculty need to become oh, the new no. acting assistant that's principal. That's probably why when you called me from my interview, and you are like, do you know where this is at? No, no. <laughs> you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> so I did that for about, oh, my gosh. I came in 2007. Mm-hmm. And I became, I was acting the first year and then became the assistant principal. So I was about 14 years. And then I've been principal for two years now. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been a fun journey. <laughs> it's a fun, it just, I didn't think I would be, like, I never started teaching with aspirations of being a principal. Right. But I knew I wanted to help kids. And when I started learning about how to help teachers, I'm like, oh, now that, that's what I want to do. See, that's my passion, too, is helping teachers. Yeah. That's why I started this, was to be able to yes. help them. Yes, And I don't, I, I, I know that leadership is not for me anymore. It's just not. Because I don't want the downsides. Yes. And there's a lot to it. Yes. And there's a lot of paperwork, and there's a lot of conferencing. Not my forte, but I like to empower them to feel yes. like they know what they're doing, and they're able to get it done in the classroom. Yeah. And so this was my route to that. I, I honestly, like I put my uh, master's on hold. I did it a couple times. But I put my <laughs> master's on hold thinking, I don't want them to make me move up if I'm not no. wanting to be in leadership. Yes. So, yeah. that one. And this one I can't seem to make go back to school with me. I mean, so. now I have Cooper, so. <laughs> That's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that actually is very bad. <laughs> He gets older, though. Yeah, when he gets, when he gets older, older mm -hmm. and, you know, he's in school. She's just saying, yeah, for I, right now. So I kind of got that because I was a quick guy. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Whatever he says. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's so bad. And she knows you so well. I know. That's a problem. And she likes you right through that one. That's hilarious. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, I used Xander as an excuse for a while. And then I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I really should go finish up. And then I'm not very far from getting my master's. Just finish it. Just to have it done. I just worry about, because I've already been picked for certain leadership things. Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't want to end up as an assistant principal or principal ever, ever again. But the thing is, I'm big on you can lead from the classroom without having to have be in the position. Mm. So there's lots, like as you said, you've been glad to help with leadership style things. So there's a lot that you can do. 
within the school, your classroom, within your grade yeah. level, across the campus, it has as much as a meaningful impact yeah. as that of a, a principal or assistant principal. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest difference between being an assistant principal and a principal? At the end of the day, it all stops with me. Because mm-hmm. even when I was assistant principal, you know, I could do everything I could to help a parent solve a problem. But if I can't, there was Mr. Williams, there was right. Mrs. Hill. It was like, hey, this is all I've done. Now you tell me right. what to do. And so now it's, that's everything I did. Now what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> now you got to figure it out. I know, you got to figure it out. Who do I turn to? Who do I talk to? So I think that's it, too. And then there's just a increased understanding of the responsibility of, because we have over 900 kids right now. So wow. it's just this constant reminder of, I'm 100% responsible for your learning. I'm yeah. 100% responsible for your safety. Yeah. And so it comes those hard decisions about having parents come on campus to eat lunch. Mm. It sounds so simple and so easy. Why can't parents come eat lunch on campus? But once you get through our front office door, you have full access to the campus. Yeah. And so I don't have manpower to stand out there and monitor the tables to say, no, don't go down this hallway. No, you can't go here. Right. You can't go there. Because if I had that manpower, you'd be in classrooms with kids, mm-hmm. helping them read, not <laughs> sitting at a table saying, I'm sorry, you had to stay in this area. Yeah. So that's hard. But what I appreciate is parents are understanding with school safety. Yeah. And so when I say it's to protect your child, they're like, you know, okay. That's valid. There. Yeah. So it's just, I, it's just this increasing reminder that at the end of the day, it all stops with me. Yeah. Good or bad, happy, sad, successful and not successful, mm-hmm. my name is on every line. Yeah. And that's, that's my, it's a heavy burden, mm-hmm. but I'm exceptionally blessed to have a fantastic team that comes beside, right. helps carry the load, helps shoulder the responsibilities, you know, really moving together in the same direction for the kids. Yeah. Like you saying, we're working on moving our school forward. And every day we're one step closer to where we want to be. Right. What's something you think um, you wish more people would know about your job? I I wish more people know. I wish more people realize that I'm responsible for everyone's crisis. So when they come in, it's their crisis is the most important crisis at that moment. Right. And and, In their world it is. Right. But... 15 other people just came before you with their own personal crisis or their own professional crisis yeah. that was it was most important and you carry that with you. Yeah. Like I carry their burdens with me and I carry their burdens for them yeah. because you care. You care so much about the people you work with. Yeah. And that it takes a toll. Not toll bad, but just it's a heavier load mm-hmm. than I think what sometimes we realize. Yeah. And I, that's something I always thought about, but I never put it in that terms before. It's like you see the whole picture. Yes. So from the top down, you can see what all is going yeah. on. And a lot of times as teachers, we're in our little hole, <laughs> you know, and I mean, some teachers don't even have windows in the room. So they're in their, right. their hole and they don't see outside. No. So they don't know all the other parts no. of them. You know, so you stand down, you look in, you can see all the moving pieces. Yeah. And some of them are beautiful mm-hmm. and they flow effortlessly. <laughs> and so you're like, what, what happened here? <laughs> right. And it's just, you always want to make the best decisions. And sometimes it's just not that easy. Or sometimes you make a decision and they don't understand the why. It's for the greater good. Yeah. Or it's for the better end or it's for the what's to come. Not yeah. right, this, what this one was about. And I also think sometimes... 
people don't realize how much fun you can have on the job. I have fun <laughs> yes. all day. And yeah. I, even in the hard moments, it's there's still fun. It's fun working with your kids. It's fun putting on an inflatable dinosaur costume and waiting for the kids <laughs> yeah. when they come in the morning. It's fun um, shooting off confetti cannons because oh, well, perfect attendance or silly string. You know, there's a lot of joy in the job yeah. that makes the bad just kind of fade away at yeah. the end of the day. And I kind of just want to say this real quick. When she was talking about dressing up, this is where I get this from. My friends that do it from Katie Ashmore. Yeah. And you did, because you did. I remember yeah. that one. You did a pizza lesson. Was it pizza? Yes. And you had the little chefs, and you had the VIP dining table. Yes. I have some of the cutest pictures still of your kids with chef hats on. Yes. And little mustaches, and mm-hmm. they wore little aprons. Very oh cute. my gosh, and I felt really fancy staying at the VIP dining area. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have my own tablecloth, and there was like a cup with some yes. drink in it. Yeah, no, it was, it was I, I did well that day. That brings me to my yeah. next question, and you don't have to lie to protect anyone's feelings here, right. okay? Do you have a magic lesson that stands out that's your favorite? Yes, I do. I actually have like a, <laughs> like a, a, like a lesson I taught, a lesson that someone's taught. A lesson that somebody has taught. Less, That's why okay. I said you don't have to lie. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would say a lesson that I saw, it wasn't necessarily, I've seen lots of good lessons. I think one of the things that sticks with me the most is we had done um, a parent night for FSA, for FAT. Mm-hmm. No, been, not FSA. Well, it may have been FSA, but the fourth grade teachers had decided that they were going to a breakout room. Mm. So they had taken the science lab and totally transformed it into this uh, mad scientist <laughs> building. And they had all these clues and problems the kids had to solve from math. And I remember that they got right, they got another clue to break out. But they wow. they had skulls and um, dry ice and things. Wow. I mean, it was That's awesome. I, I still, like, I marvel <laughs> at how, and they drew things. I mean, it just... They took it to a level that I never would have thought to take it to. But I think what excited me was a we wanted to make it like a game night theme. We wanted to have a good time with it and presented what they could do, whatever ideas, and just kind of sat back and let them take the reins. And yeah. I still marvel <laughs> at that. And the parents, too, because it, you had to walk out, it's the portable. And really, mm-hmm. when you're in an escape room, you can't get more of an escape room than a portable. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're, you aren't going anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> unless you get this right. And that was just, that one stood out in my head as just being like one of the big ones I remember. And then I think, too, some of the memorable ones are the quiet teachers that mm. you don't think would take a risk. Oh, yeah. And they do take a risk. I remember one year, a fifth grade teacher was doing um, coordinate planes and put um, that painter's tape on the floor, like mm-hmm. in quads, and the kids literally played Battleship with their physical body. Yeah, yeah, Miss Moore, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, look at you, That's Joe. I was like, I think I was here with yeah. that. Yeah, I knew that so teacher. So you get such like, okay, look at you, Miss Fancy Pants. <laughs> yeah. I like what you just did there. Because it just... That wasn't her style, and she knew yeah. that was not like yeah, what she, she would quiet. typically do, but that she was willing to take a chance, and the chance paid off. Right. And the kids loved it so much, because she had also done another, um, like a crime one, they had to solve math problems to get ancillaries to solve a riddle. Yeah. But it's just those moments where the kids just, they buy into it, and they're willing to suspend yep. their belief of reality mm-hmm. to invite the impossible and yeah so I just that those are the moments like you know what good for you good for you for taking <laughs> those because 
my friend here is three as a day as long, <laughs> but you know, she takes those risks. Like she knows she pushed mm-hmm. herself outside that comfort zone to put on the costume to and make walk it around as Doctor Seuss the yeah. entire day oh. <laughs> for everyone. It. it was a bunny one time too. Yeah, oh, and that was hot. Then. Oh, my favorite <laughs> is when it's the day one hundred and oh. she dresses oh, like an old, old lady. person. I still got some pictures of that. Yeah, all yeah. Well, you're the one that no, that was Mr. Williams who stopped me and asked me, um, ma'am, and I'm like. Stop. <laughs> no. I love shame. him. <laughs> Even too, I remember when I came in your room, you would hit, you were so good with jobs and roles for all the mm-hmm. groups. And it just effortlessly, I think there was one, I just remember there being water and maybe even the water cycle or you were doing your, I won't say it was your road trip. I know it's not a fifth grade stand. You're doing something. It's it probably the water cycle because I think I know which one you're talking it just, about. It just flowed and you had a lab going on. But the thing was, and the teacher believes it, mm-hmm. and the teacher's so into it. The kids, yeah, they're they get, like they yeah. are in mm-hmm. it, living it right there with you. Yeah, and I think that's what changes behaviors. Hundred percent. Because I've noticed so 100%. many teachers that feel burnout. Yeah, they come to school and they teach like they're burnout. And I, I mean, I get it. Like we, we all have those days. Yep. But when there is day in and day out, that's how they're teaching. Their behaviors just Mm-mm. get worse and worse yes. and worse. Because the kids aren't engaged. Mm-hmm. I know for me, when I was a classroom teacher, when I was having a low day, I had a huge closet my last, when I taught fifth grade the last time, and I would go in the closet and I'd come out with a lab coat on or uh, like a royal robe, and it would just, it perked me up and made me start having fun, yeah. and then it brought the life back into the classroom. So it, it it's a game changer. Yeah. And I don't think, too, we realize as much of a game changer it is. I had a student that was um, sent to best one year for not making very good choices. Mm. And I had seen him at a 7-Eleven. He said, how many are you up to? And I thought he meant, like, how many kids we have in our class? I'm like, oh, you know, baby, we're up to 26. And he's like, 26 costumes? I'm like, oh, oh why, baby, no. Well, what are you talking about? I was like, how many costumes have you done so far? I'm like, oh, sweet boy. And, like, it hurt my feelings. I'm like, oh, you really like that, and now you miss it. And now you, yeah. you can't come back to that because you made some really foolish choices. Yeah. And then... I never realized, I thought the costumes were more for me, and I never realized how much it meant to him. Yeah. And like, oh, and I was like a little humbly moment, like, oh, that's yeah. okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think it's funny, because I, I remember you telling us as a, as staff that you used to do that, and I remember when I got my um, lab coat, I was like, I'm so going to do this. And you could tell, they, they knew, okay, yeah. this means an experiment's coming, yes. this means this is happening. And they would get so excited. The kids do, and you don't, it's for them, it's for you, it's just for good teaching, it's just good teaching. Mm-hmm. I, when I taught fifth grade, one of our, you know, like the tip, like the fifth grade thing is going to grow up and be the homecoming king, football quarterback. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I got in the closet door to grab something to wear to come out, and he comes over and he closes the door, he's like, the magic doesn't work unless the door is closed. <laughs> I'm like, what, baby? He's like, it doesn't work unless you close the door. I'm like, what? was like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but then I realized what he was saying was, it's only magical if the door closes and someone else comes out. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. That is. And I just, there's a sweet moment. That's why, yeah. that's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that brings me to, because this episode is going to be, how do we reach them? Mm. And, but I think there's, there's two sides to that. There's how do we reach the kids, which I think we've kind of talked about, but there's also how do we reach the teachers? Because I know like I might be struggling a little bit right now with trying to find people to collaborate with Mm -hmm. that. It has the excitement, has the, you know, wants to make the magic. So how do we, how do we reach them all? And, and is there a difference do you think between how we reach kids and how we reach adults? I will not not to sound bad but my staff I view my staff as if they're my classroom okay and so when I know it's important to give kids specific feedback I really make sure I give staff specific feedback Mm -hmm. I know it's important to build relationships with the kids through like you know a nice note on the desk or Mm -hmm. a little smiley face or a simple treat I try to do the same thing for the staff so sending cards from during the summer I'm so excited you're going to be at our school next year when new staff comes on board Mm -hmm. Um, positive calls home calling sending notes or calling those staff I was like who's special to you on a call just let them know how much I appreciate you (laughs) because they do everyone wants that relationship Mm -hmm. everybody wants recognition in their own way yeah and everyone wants to be seen Mm -hmm. and to be heard so that when the relationship wise is the foundation for the classroom or for a school so I really spend a lot of time building that but when it comes to the teacher, me instilling in the teachers to then instill in the kids, I think it comes through the activities that we do with the teachers. Yeah. So when we came back in January from our um, Christmas break, we did an amazing race across Auburndale. So nice. we started I at the that. park. Yes, yeah. so we started at the park. And um, they all, each grade was a team, and they got their first clue. I had allocated like an hour and a half for us to do this. Those little jokers had it all done in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sped, and praise <laughs> the Lord, sped. no one gave you tickets because I was not paying for them. But, like, they would go, they went to one station, and they had to recreate an infamous pose. Mm. So they got to choose a random picture, and they had to recreate it. But they would go to another station, and it would be, here is a math third grade learning arc. Okay. What's wrong with this arc based on the, um, the big M and based on the standard? And so they had to evaluate it and figure out what's wrong. But then they would go down to another activity over by the church, and they would have to choose one word that was going to represent their grade level between January and June. But then they would go to another one, and they would do MTSS stuff. So we went to eight stations, four were professionally developed, Uh and four were team building. But they came back on such a high, and then they also did karaoke. So we came back, we watched the karaoke videos. (laughs) Can I get you to do that, Christine? We're very enlightening. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then we looked at pictures, but it was just such a, it was just such a solid morning of hard work yeah. and engagement, and it was just, it's probably one of my most favorite. And I think you were probably the one year we did at the beginning of the year. We, we done yeah, the, we did that. Yeah, yeah. The, the second year of housing, and we found our shirts. Yeah, yeah. we had the shirts. Yeah. Did you already know we were supposed to be on the same team? Yeah, no, that yeah, that was yeah. So, yeah. You knew <laughs> it was given. Yeah, yeah. well, randomly selected. There were some <laughs> strategic placements. Yeah, so, that was the but, year we got our shirts. I don't think right we could have went against each other. No, it would have been terrible. No, like. I think it was at the Atchison's, <laughs> and the three Atchison's were all in the same house because yeah. you can't have houses divided. Right. No, 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 you can't have a home divided in a house. Yeah, bad. yeah, no. no. So, but I used to love that. Like that really, you know, because yes. teacher work days are like, oh, 
or staff development. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, but that made it fun. It did so. make it fun. Yeah. And you didn't feel like I'm a professional sitting in doing things that my kids should be doing. Yes. Right. Which yeah. I, on Twitter, I mean, I've, I've gone back to my personal learning network on there. But on Twitter, I mean, there's this one guy who's very gung-ho about, like, your professional developments are not for children. Don't mm-hmm. don't make them for children. Yeah. You know, you can remind people the tips and tricks and strategies, but they don't have to do them to know them. And I just think that's so, like, that's mm-hmm. empowering, too, because, yeah, the, going around Auburndale, you know, not <laughs> speeding at all. Oh, no. I heard tires squealing at one point. They pulled out, and I called them, like, you were telling me that was not you, correct? <laughs> like, no, no, I'm like, you were the only car on the road. They wanted to win. Was there oh, a prize? Oh, they did. Oh, no. Oh, that was no. it. There was no prize. Bragging rights. Yeah, and that was it. And the funny part was, like, it was second grade, that one. But they were like the ones so conscientious of each other. Are you in the car? Is everyone good to go? Let's put our seatbelts on. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, y'all gonna be, I'm gonna be back on campus before you ever get back. I don't that's know. Just I don't know Atchison what they. Now. I know, but they won, and they won significantly. Really? Oh wow! Yes. You know, tortoise in yeah. the hair. No, that's what that that's what I attributed to. And yes, I saw their posts on Facebook because they're the ones that had like the leading time. They were all like. Yes. This or something, and I was like, oh my god. No, yeah, and then one grade level drove the teacher in the back of the car. And so it's like, so she held the back of the door closed, like held the back down. Oh so when my. they got there, it'd pop out and she'd jump out. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. 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 <laughs> I had a pull myself and lecture them, like, no. This is why they say teachers are the worst students. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, no one dies today. <laughs> no one dies today. Gosh. Um, Okay, so I found a quote over the last, I don't. I, I think I saw it last week, and I was like, this is a Katie Ashmore quote. No. And so I wanted to bring it out so we could just kind of dissect it and talk about it. Because every time I read it, I'm, it, I'm instantly reminded of teaching science here. Mm. So it says, I cannot teach anyone anything. I can merely make them think. Mm. And it's by Socrates. So um, – the reason I bring that up is because I just remember us having conversations about being the facilitator. Oh, yes. And I'm actually using that now in my room as a reading teacher. I love that. Because you can't make somebody learn something, but you can have them get to that point on their own. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I, I attribute that to you. Yeah. And I and I have said this before. I. I have learned a lot from you and just how happy and, and exuberant you bring oh. that to the table. There's a lot of times that people tune out when they're like bored and annoyed and <laughs> but I never got to that point here. And so I don't know. I just I saw that and I wanted to yeah. say that. I think you're right though, because I can't make a teacher use a collaborative structure. No, I could. But <laughs> but the thing is, how would the lesson look if you did this instead? Mm-hmm. What would the engagement level be if you tried this? Have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? And even, too, when I pose those questions, I always pose with, I'd be more than happy to come show you. I would yeah. love to come and do it with your kids. I'd love to, here's a strategy that I've tried when I've been in the classroom before. It's worked for me in the past, but I'd right. you to give it a shot. And so it's more about showing mm-hmm. or providing and then letting it sit for a few minutes. Yeah. And then coming back and saying, have you given a thought? Because I have a wonderful second grade teacher even when she does her mixed pair of shares, her music is so melancholy. Like, sometimes I'll go in the room, like, are the kids in here? Like, you don't see. Yeah, she's just so zen-like. Mm. And so t- um, we were talking about her engagement, and she says, I know I need to do something. I said, well, we do those mixed pair of shares when we get together for the faculty to talk about good things that are happening. She's like, 
I could try that. I said, okay. And so today I was in for another observation. They were mixed pair sharing, and she had her Zen music playing. But it was just so sweet to see the kids. They, they knew the routine. They knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. And she just looked so at peace with it. Yeah. She does not like things out of order. She does not yeah. like loud noise. But for her, she was able to incorporate it and do it in a way that worked for her. And the yeah. kids were just so well behaved and so articulate when they were sharing. Like, it's a win-win. Yeah, they were probably you excited win. to do something different. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, it's really about just showing and providing. Because mm-hmm. I think, too, when you were asking a question about how do we get the teachers to do those things in the classroom, I think it's, it's kind of going in and doing it with them. Yeah. Because at one point, we had the pineapple chart up. Yeah. And so when teachers would put the pine- their stuff up in the classroom for the pineapple chart, I would take down whoever put their names up and put the names in a draw and pull them out, and I would go to a lesson with their kids. Oh, okay. So trying to, you're willing to take risks and collaborate or invite people in your room. I'll come in and I'll do a lesson with your kids yeah. to give back. So That definitely made me not scared to have people come in. Yes. Like I still now, um, so I led a professional development on the learning arc, and I had I was showing them how I break down the standards with my kids so that it's in bite-sized yep. chunks um, so that they can understand it, but also to the terminology. But anyways, um, so I was I, I taught that to them, and they were like, I really want to see it in the classroom. I'm like, my door's open. Here's yep. the time I'm Fantastic. teaching it. Come on in and see it. And uh, because I'm not scared mm-hmm. of, is anybody going to criticize me? No, it's more of like, we can learn this together. Together. That says everyone can learn something from somebody. I mean, yeah. just everyone can. Even your, our most experienced teachers mm-hmm. can go into a new teacher and be like, oh, man, I like what you did. Yeah. I'm going to take that back and I'm going to try that. Yeah. I've really been worried about new teachers lately. And let me explain why. Um, they're getting burned out real quick. Real quick. Really quick. And um, so that actually was on my list of things I was going to ask you. Do you have any advice for brand new teachers? I I think for brand new teachers is just one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Because I think you go into teaching and you think you you know what you're walking into Mm -hmm. and it's not what they teach you in college. Not that college, it's just, it's not not the real world. Yeah, we we did. We talked about that. And not in a bad way, Mm -hmm. but it's textbook and then you get to the classroom and it's not textbook anymore. So it's just more so... If I was a new teacher, I would say find someone you can confide in and find mm-hmm. someone that can give you reasonable and logical support. Yeah. And then, no, you cannot do it all. No. Do what you can do. Do that. And this, you know, this month's goal might be just get my lesson plans posted every week. Yeah. And then next month, I'm going to work on my lesson plans and I'm going to make sure that I grade weekly. And I'm not trying to grade every before entry reports go yeah. or before report cards come <laughs> home and I'm not grading everything or I'm using. My time as I circulate and I monitor too much with the kids. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's the expectation to come in as the expert, but you're not. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that you're not. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. I think it's okay, too, that you, you maybe had this idea in your head that you would be great teaching fifth grade, but maybe you're better teaching yes. kindergarten. Yes. You know? I mean, if I, I know I always went in with the expectation that I was always going to teach fourth grade. And somehow I continue to be put back in fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you like I'm, kindergarten and you and first grade, and you'll probably never I have leave that. I'm saying, I mean, there's people that don't know how to. I'm 4'11. My <laughs> saying is, I don't teach anybody taller than me. Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> that's really so, not like, You should see grade. how short I am compared to my kids. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, They're getting taller every year. Uh, or I'm getting shorter. <laughs> no, it's not us. Oh, okay. It's okay. Not us. <laughs> You know, you know osteoporosis might need to go get checked. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's the children. That's, that's my saying. Don't teach anybody taller than me. No, that's so. not a bad one. No, I that's a good that one. one. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't I think a kindergartner it. would be. 
I've, I mean, my my five year old, he's five. Can you believe it? My five year old's going to kindergarten next year. He's wow. short. Aww. He's so short. Bless his heart. But he has a good heart. He does. Have he that. has a good heart, and he's good looking. So one day, he'll be fine. So same question, but for veteran teachers, do you mm-hmm. have anything you could offer them? I think I think when it comes to veterans, it's just finding your joy mm-hmm. and just yeah. making sure. That you have a joy, that you have a joy outlet, and that you have that balance. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've been really trying to even focus in on you know conversations of what's one good thing that happened today. Yeah. But it's easy to get caught up in everything that went wrong or all the bad things that happened. But in the midst of all that craziness, something good did happen. Right. There was something good that happened today. We just had to stop and remember the good. Because the bad is much easier to hold on to yeah. than the good. Yeah. By the end of the day, I've started doing silly moments with my oh, second period. Because we're all tired and we're all grumpy and whatever else. And so I'll play, like, old music. And mm. we'll all just get up and have a dance break real quick or something yes. like that. Just to bring that laughter and joy back into the room. Because yes. we're all tired. <laughs> it's just the job's hard. Yes. And I think sometimes we don't want to acknowledge that it's hard. Or we think it's yeah. us. And no, it's job hard. The it job is hard. It is hard. It's harder yeah. every day. Yeah. And so it's just to have that outlet, to have that balance and be able to come back. Yeah. And I think there's a misconception that teachers are just in the room playing with kids and oh, it should yeah. should be easy. I mean, you're what, teaching yeah. them how to read? It's not like it that. Is, it is not. Mm-hmm. I, I was doing Greek and Latin. We were saying like, oh my goodness, please somebody help me. <laughs> help me help you. <laughs> I, was, I was in kindergarten the other day doing an observation and the number was 11. And the student had to find how many tens and how many ones. And no matter how many different ways I helped her, I still couldn't get her to understand. Like, I felt myself sweating. Like, I really did. And he started sweating. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're making me sweat, kid. Oh, my gosh. And the teacher came by, and she just started laughing. I'm like, this is not funny. So I'm trying to help this child grow. And she's like, I'll get her during triple I. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. Because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But, and I get, I tried, I mean, we went to 15, we went to nine. She just kept looking at me like, okay. Now that's, time. Now that's triple. bad if you don't know what to do. Because I have this thing with me being a veteran teacher. Because, you know, I'm planning my formal next week. And I'm like, what uh, would Katie ask you? Awesome. No, I do. I'm like, what would she like? We need bracelets. Yes. W-W-K-A. What would Katie Ashmore do? Because I do, I'm like, she would like this. Yeah. Oh, I do. I think I love good teaching. Yeah. Whether it's with a costume or it's just a really strong lesson, mm-hmm. good teaching just feels good. Yeah. And when you have an observation, it's just good teaching. It's like, gosh, that's good. Or, oh, my gosh, it went so fast. Or, oh, my gosh, I couldn't keep up with all the good things. And you just you walk out like, oh, I'm glad I got to be a part of that. <laughs> I know sometimes when you come in my room, I'm like, okay, it's been like, 30 minutes. Yeah. I, I still I do that. I'm like, how long are they going to be in no, here? No, I do. It's just you get caught up in good teaching. I'm this boy, hey, Kristen Boyd still faults me for being in her room for like an hour and a half. <laughs> but she was teaching her kids how to use Twitter. Oh, and she has set up nice. a fast Twitter account. And so they were tweeting from the class Twitter account for the first time. Mm-hmm. And people were responding to them. And I was responding oh, nice. to them. And then they even tagged Adam Welcome in the tweet. Oh. And so Adam Welcome was tweeting them back. Oh my gosh. And it was, we were just, it was so epically exciting. Yeah. And I said, So I'm really sorry I stayed an hour and a half. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> she probably was deep down inside, like freaking out. Like. <laughs> and to the stage, like, Yeah, an hour and a half for my formal observation. You can take 30 minutes off the next one. <laughs> right? 
But it's just good teaching you so you feel like you're part of the lesson. You're part of the excitement. Yeah. That's good. I think that's what keeps teachers going when you can see the good lessons yes. and the collaboration. Yeah. Or you yeah. feel the success of it. And I yeah. love the feedback because, like you said, if you were in there for a long period of time, it's like, oh, well, she gave me good feedback. So we're good. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to exchange With program. her little emojis. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Your little emoji. I'm, I, like, I'm at the point where I'm just going like, to go up to the office and be like, was today good? We get yeah, thumbs uh, up, thumbs down. Like, uh, you know, and it's normally good, but you still, deep down, you like, do. Oh. I don't like when people come in and I'm teaching less. I'm like, mm, what you doing? Or if I'm working with a small group in the teacher's room and they walk up, I'm like, we're good, you're good. You we're good. Walking. I got this. I just saw that again. Right? Yeah, even with push-in teachers sometimes, it's yes. like, oh, man. Yes. You know, because nobody ever wants to be, like, not good at something. No, no. Yeah. It's, that's what makes teaching so personal. Yes. Because you personally want to help kids. It yeah. is personal. It is. And it's hard to separate that professional from mm-hmm. personal because... You pour so much into it every day. Yep. And I think that's the issue with new teachers because they take it so hard when they see, like, yeah. you know, needs improvement. But, yeah. you know, you grow from there. Yeah. You, know, you grow from that. You learn. Yeah. You grow. And yeah. It it's hard, too, when parents come back with feedback, right. too. Mm-hmm. Like, just either one because you do take it so personally. Right. And I've had to I've had to be like, okay, no, this was a moment or this was a day or this was whatever. That's not me. Or I've had to say, okay, I can take this. I can grow from it and not take it personally. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm so glad you got to be on our episode Oh my gosh, today. I'm so honored. It was so great. I've seen you pop up on social media, I'm like, I know that girl. I know her. <laughs> yeah. I did. I was excited for you and proud of you because your teachers need the encouragement. Teachers yeah. need to be uplifted. Because it's hard. The it job is, is hard. hard. And so when you got someone out there spreading the positive and you catch you like, okay, yeah, I can go back again tomorrow. Yep. And that's and when you can go back again tomorrow and you find yourself and go back again the next day. And yeah. it's just about showing up. Yeah. And then we get summer, so <laughs> summer's a beautiful time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful time of the year. <laughs> the house gets clean, you get caught up on TV. I'm nice. a fabulous wife and mom during the oh, summer. Oh, look at you go. Yeah. Summer. <laughs> Now, the rest of the school year, Thanks. don't ask well, me. Well, you've got two months to make up for it all. Yeah. Two months to make up for it all. Yeah, well, KFC every other night. Anyways. Right. No shame now. No shame. Thank you so much for joining us this episode on Leave a Little Sparkle. You know where you can find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the places. But did you know that I launched my very own merch line? Bet you didn't know that one. Go to my website, www.leavealittlesparkle.info. That's www.leavealittlesparkle.info. And check out our brand new merch. There's so much there to bring joy to you. Put a smile on your face. Cups, magnets, mouse pads, t-shirts, all sorts of things. And I also launched Patreon. On Patreon, we get a little bit more in-depth. You're getting uncut versions of all the podcasts and a lot more. Meet us there. Bye.